0: The United States has asked for clarification from Israel regarding Prime Minister Netanyahu's recent comments that Israel will hold security responsibility for the Gaza Strip for an indefinite period after the war against the Hamas terror group. While backing Israel's right to self-defense against Hamas terror, the United States has also stressed the need to focus on the day after the war. The Biden administration has indicated that the Palestinian Authority could play a role as an eventual governing body in Gaza, while Prime Minister Netanyahu, in remarks over the weekend, appeared to reject this option, lambasting what he called an entity that educates children to want to eliminate Israel, support terrorism, and has not yet condemned Hamas' October 7th massacres that sparked the war. Reporter Nomi Segel asked Professor Eitan Gilboa, an expert on U.S.-Israel relations and a senior fellow at the Jerusalem Institute for Strategy and Security, if there are signs of strain in the positions between the two countries.
1: The United States really wants to know what Israel is planning for the day after. I think it's, uh, it is still premature because uh, what will happen in Gaza depends uh, to a large extent on, on the results of the war. Uh, we don't know yet what Uh, the results uh, would be uh, we know that um, Hamas is not going to be in Gaza we also know that the Prime Minister said several times that Israel does not want uh, to reoccupy Gaza and there are all kinds of options in between some of them are completely far-fetched such as an international force Arab force um, uh, there, would be, there, there would have to be some uh, serious thinking uh, about the uh, civil administration of Gaza, who is going to do that. Uh, Biden thinks that uh, the Palestinian Authority need to resume uh, control over Gaza. Uh, there are two problems with this uh, idea. One is that uh, uh, Abbas himself uh, is very unpopular. Uh, the Palestinian Authority is highly corrupt, ineffective, and the second reason is that they may not um, want to do that um, to go into into Gaza and control Gaza. Uh, so this is this is uh, uh, an option that many speak about, but I think it would not be it would not be the best one.
2: What kind of diplomatic maneuvering room? Is there for Israel, and is the United States providing Israel some kind of a buffer, or is that also starting to wear down a bit?
1: Right now, not, but it may, it may appeal um, in the future, maybe two or three weeks from now. There is an operational contradiction here because uh, most uh, leaders of uh, the Western free world believe that Hamas should be eliminated should be evicted from Gaza, a force against peace, a force against uh, Gazans, uh, civilian Gazas. Uh, it's like a, a, a Daesh-type organization that has to be removed. And then uh, there are all kinds of statements, like the one made by Emmanuel Macron the other day, that says uh, uh, civilians, babies, uh, women are killed in Gaza, and he, uh, he was calling for a ceasefire. Uh, My response to him is this. Why all of these uh, statements uh, single out Israel? Hamas is exempt from international law and from from protecting uh, Gazans themselves. Israel is making an enormous effort to protect civilians. Hamas is doing exactly the opposite. Israel has opened humanitarian corridors, and Hamas is firing at Palestinians, at Gazans, walking on those... Corridors, And I have not yet heard uh, a European leader or a politician, or even, even in America, holding Hamas responsible for uh, civilian casualties in Gaza. So this is really infuriating, and uh, Israel has uh, to explain time and again who is responsible in the first place for the October 7th attack and who is responsible for civilian casualties uh, in, in Gaza.
2: Do you see other points of strain that the administration uh, has frustration with how Israel is managing this conflict? No,
1: no I don't think uh, there is a frustration. Uh, first of all, uh, there is a humanitarian supply every day uh, from, from Egypt uh, to Gaza. But I must tell you, I am an expert in international relations. I've never heard in history a situation where You have an enemy, a terrorist organization, uh, terrorizing you for years, and then uh, demand humanitarian assistance to it without disclosing even uh, the number uh, and the condition of uh, civilians. Uh, That that evil organization uh, has taken hostage. It's it's absurd. But nonetheless, uh, uh, Israel agreed with the United States that, Humanitarian assistance should be moved into Gaza and, uh, and, and actions have to be taken uh, to minimize civilian casualties, but th- this is war and civilians are, uh, are uh, uh, killed and wounded in wars. In this case, uh, most of the responsibility lies with Hamas and the Islamic Jihad.
2: Given broader U.S. regional security interests. Where do you see them coming into play in terms of the U.S. position on this conflict?
1: The United States um, does not want to see expansion of the war, the opening of a second front in northern Israel. Uh, Hezbollah in recent days, even today, uh, is increasing uh, attacks on Israel. Uh, This is, again, uh, you find the, the prime minister of Lebanon, which is a field government, a field state, said that he asked Arab countries that have relations with Israel to, to pr- make pressure on Israel to stop the attacks on Lebanon, when the truth is exactly the opposite. But the United States um, w- w- has deployed uh, enormous military power in the eastern Mediterranean as well as in the Persian Arab Gulf in order to deter Hezbollah and Iran. And uh, it seems that uh, right now it is working. Uh, Israel is not interested in, uh, in solving uh, the, uh, the challenge, the threat from the north uh, to Israeli villages and towns, which is very similar to the one that existed from Gaza to Israeli towns and villages next to, next to Gaza. Uh, so uh, there's an agreement between the United States and Israel on that issue, but uh, if uh, Hezbollah or Iran, which uh, in many ways uh, tells Hezbollah what to do and not to do, uh, if they make uh, a mistake uh, or miscalculation, and there's going to be a war, which means American deterrence uh, would be failing, I assume that the United States will have to, to use force, Against uh, missiles, uh, uh, rockets, and and the places where they come from, because otherwise it would lose credibility with both allies and enemies.
2: Let's talk a little bit about domestic politics in the United States. Uh, U.S. President Biden has sought to pass an aid package for Israel. Uh, connecting that to other issues as well. Right now, there seems to be a back and forth between the Democrats and the Republicans, also over government funding. So where does assistance to Israel end up in that? those particular cross-currents?
1: Uh, the House of Representatives has al- uh, already approved the $14.3 billion uh, special assistance uh, to Israel uh, the uh, Republican leadership of the House uh, is saying that uh, they want to separate aid to Israel from aid to Ukraine and to the to border protection uh, vis-a-vis Mexico. So this is this is a problem because um, Biden said that he would veto uh, any type of that kind of separation. And um, what Israel should do is uh, to persuade Republicans who are uh, more favorable of Israel than Democrats uh, to try to, uh, to reduce the opposition to that package, to that aid package. Uh, the other option would be uh, for the Republicans and the Democrats uh, to, go, uh, to go ahead with a special assistance to Israel and, and deal with assistance uh, to ukraine and to the southern border separately but as you as you said uh, there is another issue which could be could be undermining or compromising the aid package and that is the threat of a government shutdown i think it's about a week uh, republicans are now making an effort to uh, to uh, prevent that and i think that if uh, and that they do it because Uh, If uh, if uh, there was a a shutdown, then Republicans are going to be blamed for that and they want to avoid it. So uh, hopefully uh, these two uh, uh, two uh, obstacles to aid to Israel uh, would be uh, would be removed in, in the next few days.
2: How critical is that this aid package for Israel at this time?
1: It is very critical because the United States has been supplying Israel uh, with uh, munition uh, and equipment, military equipment, uh, some of which uh, Israel does not have. Uh, Israel does not need uh, uh, this, uh, this uh, munition and equipment uh, for Gaza, but it may need it uh, to cope with um, uh, another front uh, in the north or with, uh, with other, uh, other areas, Syria, Iraq, uh, maybe the Houthis in Yemen, everybody wants to participate in, in, in the war here. So, so um, this aid is critical to fund that uh, special uh, assistance uh, to Israel. Right now, uh, the United States is supplying uh, on credit, but uh, this, this money will have to, to be available soon, because otherwise uh, it would be more difficult for the United States to continue with uh, this unprecedented uh, uh, delivery of, uh, of weapons.
0: Professor Eitan Gilboa of the Jerusalem Institute for Strategy and Security.